0: Yeah, there's lots of uh, there's lots of things going on in the world these days, that are uh, that are definitely dune dune adjacent. That's for sure. Um, oh, they just released uh, pictures of uh, sand dunes from Mars. I don't know if you saw any pictures going around the uh, interwebs, but uh, they're pretty uh, pretty mesmerizing. It's basically like a it's a frozen Hello. frozen sand dune. And uh, it's quite, uh, quite trippy looking. That's for sure. Look it up. Well, we sh- maybe we should make that the uh, header image. Who knows?
1: Of the sand dunes on Mars.
0: Yeah, exactly. It looks pretty cool. You should check it out. Yeah.
1: Hey, um, Dickie, mute yourself. I'm gonna mute yourself myself too.
2: All right. Are you guys muting me?
1: I need to listen to you because I hear a
2: lot of static. Are you hearing static from me?
1: Yeah, that's all on you.
0: Getting weird static. Uh, try, try just uh, reloading. Um, uh, try reloading the um, the cast. That might fix it. That seemed to work for me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me there?
1: I don't. I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. just try
0: uh, try restarting your cast there. Uh there no Mr. Novak. He
1: broke the podcast. He broke it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all busted up now. Uh I like it now that like news websites are called stuff like Winter is Coming and The List. <laughs> like, okay, hold on. I, <laughs> what's this, happening? I had this issue before. An inverse. Oh, my goodness.
2: So, I need to turn off my headset mic, and I need it to be using the microphone that's actually plugged in. Oh. I need
1: oh. to figure out how to do that again. Oh, shit. He's, oh, shit. He's so smart. Got hookup. Oh, we'll see. Oh, you know what? I just clicked the same thing, and my, my phone just says net. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what happens when um, yeah. people spend a whole bunch of money on websites, and then the shows end, and they're like, what are we going to do now?
0: Mm, yeah. Oh, they try to trick you with a picture from the old movie. Goddamn
1: clickbait. Yeah, you know what? I want to talk about that, because... Yeah. Um I have not found one thing in the book that says the baron is covered in sores and mm. looks um like he does in the movies.
2: That's a valid well, point.
1: Yeah.
0: Lynch might have, Lynch probably added that stuff on there. He loves that like body horror type shit, right? So Yeah, and it's good possibility.
1: Well, Here's another Lynch question. <laughs> Where, where did that term come from? Because I've heard body horror a uh, lot recently.
0: Well, because they've been doing more body horror movies lately, because, I, I don't know, it's just become more popular again. Uh, it's like 80s, I think. There's a lot of 80s, sort of late 70s body horror movies.
1: Give me... Kind of
0: uh, started to... You want...
1: Give me your uh, definition of body horror.
0: Um, It's almost like... It's like an examination of someone's view of themselves like physically, mm-hmm. and it could start to manifest in strange ways like I don't know if you've seen the brood uh the brood is a is a classic uh is a classic horror sort of body horror film where the body starts her body starts to like morph and like reproduce by itself and like it's very strange Ew. um yeah it's pretty it's a pretty scary movie Jeff I don't know. Don't watch it with you. Don't watch it with your son's sleeve. He'll get all scared.
1: <laughs> hey.
0: Um. But yeah, that's a good example of a body horror movie. Um. Carp. Sorry. Cronenberg likes that stuff too,
1: a lot. <laughs> Everyone, just be quiet for a minute, and then we'll just. Uh, I can just do the sound thing for John. Maybe okay. We'll take away the background noise.
0: Ah yes. The creaking of the chairs. That's good. Oh, boy. That one story says that uh, the director put his personal stamp on Dune. Uh, I don't see what that means. Which
1: one? Villanueva. Hmm? I, you know what? Yeah. Frankie, Frankie yeah. Zero ruined the way that I pronounce that in my head, so now I automatically think of... <laughs> Villanueva. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Villanueva. <laughs>
0: Dennis villain away, man.
1: We um we have to get him back because um yeah, for sure. Like just last week there's a a Dune article about um there's rumored to be sandworms in Do- in us the new Star Wars movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's some Dune news right there. So,
1: I think Frankie Zero might be completely right.
0: He should uh yeah, we should get him to come on and talk about uh the rumors of the sandworm.
1: I'm sure he'll do it.
0: They'll be like, somebody got a copy of uh of uh Villanueva's uh, script <laughs> or his notes for, for the Dune movie and they were like, We wanna scoop him on it, so we're gonna do a we're gonna do our own uh we're gonna do our own sandworm first. You know when when they do movies like that come out around the same time, like Volcano and Dante's Peak, right? Yeah, like-
1: Bug's Life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. This will be like that. They're like, we have to have competing giant worm movies. Like, we have to have competing giant worm movies at all times. It It's just a given. You have to have it. Beetlejuice 2. Oh, they're not doing Beetlejuice 2. That'd be terrible. Tremors 8.
1: Well, they'll do Tremors 8 for Man, sure. Man, you know, do you know who Jamie Kennedy is?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's that uh, dork from the yeah, 90s. Yeah,
1: he's... He's now or the two thousands. Yeah, rather. he's now yeah. taken over the Tremors movies and made them unwatchable. What the fuck? I have no, I have oh. no idea. I think they needed. They're like, we got to get a comedian, and he's the only one that would do it, or they could afford.
0: Wait, we don't have to watch any of these movies for the Tremors oh, n- episodes. No, do we're we? just
1: we're just doing we're doing hey, classic. classic. Okay. Can you
2: hear me? Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah, I can hear you.
2: Okay. So I tried unplugging the microphone, still had my headset on, I could hear you guys, but that noise persisted. So I don't know what's causing the noise.
0: I can hear you you just fine now.
1: Do you have a TV on in the background? Do you have something going on? That
2: that Claire has a TV on. I'm going to close the door. Yeah, please. Give me one sec.
1: Probably watching girl shows. Fucking girl (sighs) shows. Yeah.
0: What like uh, Beverly, uh, Beverly Hills Housewives?
2: All right, is that better?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that works. Just, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do the sound elimination thing, but it's, it'll be fine. Um, yeah, I realize that I can, I have like, I always felt left out of conversations because I don't really care about sports. And it's, like, sports and weather are the two, like, go-to things. And now it's become, like, reality shows. And I don't know who the Vanderpumps are. (laughs) I don't know who all these things are. And I'm just, like...
2: Your life is better for not, dude. They're horrible people.
1: Yeah, that's it. I always thought it was, like, people watch this to make themselves feel better. And, like, point out idiots and, like, the dumb things they do. And then it's like so many people watch them and it's like I have no idea about
2: any of this. Yep, you no know, people celebrate them too. Yeah. It's not it's not to make fun. Although to your original point there, my father was a successful banker for years, but he would always watch all that garbage. He watched the Jersey Shore because his younger huh. employees would talk about the Jersey Shore, so he wanted to know uh, what
0: was going on. Gotta be in with the yeah. younger people.
2: That's insane. Hmm. Insane.
0: Yeah, reality TV is a scourge. I mean, it's bad. It's bad stuff. I mean, look at who we got. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, I mean, look at who we got in the all White right, House, guys. Come on. Are you, talking about, like, are you on. talking about the
2: Cheeto
0: in <laughs> the White House? The Cheeto in Chief, my friend. Oh, that's all reality TV, right there. That's that's him. You know, he he managed to manifest that through through reality TV. Oh, which is fucking I blame mental. I the Kardashians. Well, uh, why why aren't they president? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't Why didn't Kim Kardashian run for president? Everybody would have voted for that ass.
2: I can't I can't argue right? that I can't argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> that. No is Is it like Is
1: it in Canada? Do you hear about this shit all the time?
0: Oh, we get inundated with okay. American news. The, the, the media up here is, is 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 strange. Well, not strangely. They're 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 very obsessed with American politics. Um,
1: I can tell you that when obama was president it was yeah. nice like regardless of what you think about him it was nice sure. that the entire world did not revolve around him and you could you could avoid it if you wanted to just think about anything
2: that is a very good point sure. but
1: well no
0: that's why everybody's like we want to go back to brunch there's like if 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 it wasn't for this bullshit we we'd still be at brunch
3: like <laughs>
1: oh shit well Even, like, the news companies and all that that don't like him, and they say don't like him, it's still only about him, and it's just, like, I hope we are Mm -hmm. all very tired of this, and in 2020, we can... Get back to some sort of normal... Anything,
2: anything. Oh, I'm I'm totally exhausted Mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. Also, also, let me point out, uh, yet again today, the American news cycle was infiltrating Canada... Yes, when it's i true. Yeah. the radio station up there
0: <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean we've had uh we've we've had our uh, we've had our struggles with the uh, opioids up here but not not nearly the extent of down there like the the doctors up here did not over prescribe like they did no. uh, down in down in the uh because down in they the US. weren't allowed
2: to market to them up there the way they were in america did you know america consumes 85 percent of the world's opioids Fuck! <laughs> it's USA, wild. USA. I know, right? <laughs> USA, <laughs> fucking number one, baby. standing American companies.
1: In, yeah. can- in Canada, when uh, you deal with the pain, yeah. they just give you some whiskey and a stick to bite on.
0: And a big old well, and joint a good
1: now. Tim Hortons.
0: Yeah, here you go. Have a Timmy's <laughs> on us.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll do a very Canadian accent or a very Canadian um, episode.
0: Oh boy, oh boy! I'm gonna get grilled about what how Canada is different yeah, than the United you know, States. I have,
1: I can tell you something. It's I can so tell you similar. something funny that yeah. happened. Um, so what's that? What's that? Okay, Tell me I'll, something I'll, funny. This is hilarious because um, it's my favorite thing about Canada, and it it's popped up a couple times. Um, the lost podcast with Max was a joke.
0: Oh no, we're, seem to we're like really that gonna idea, do though. It.
2: Awesome. Uh, I, oh. I, okay, I oh, got okay. that read, because you, you followed up with, well, looks like this is really going to happen after all.
1: Yeah, uh, we... Well,
0: that's why I was confused, because you, you were like, it was a joke. Oh, I,
2: I didn't let you oh, finish no, your story, no. I'm
0: So am you,
1: you guys will be on it. It's not going to be anything, we're not doing an episode-by-episode episode thing, it's just going to be <laughs> like a completely random thing that will pop up. So, Dune Boys is my priority, but we're going to do this too, and we already have, um, Van Apps was, uh, extra on the show.
0: Yeah, I noticed and that, And her that's husband so cool. is
1: friends with the guy who plays Hurley. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. So,
0: that's, that's, that's fun. great.
1: Um, so I started re-watching the show, and, uh, there's an actress, I, I can't think of her name right now, it's, I know these people, but I can't think of it right now, um, she plays Kate on the show, and she and I, I watch a lot of shows, and uh, I know a lot of things are filmed in Vancouver, and even if they're supposed to take place in America, they use all these Canadian actors, and sometimes sure, yeah. the accent will slip out.
0: Oh, you Oh, you got it. You caught yes. Lost in a Lie? And <laughs> so,
1: this actress named Kate, um, I'll look up her... Yeah, okay. She's Canadian, Is she, yeah, I didn't she's know. a
0: Canuck, yeah. Yeah, no, she's, yeah, she's very, well, not very Canadian. No, she's, she's Canadian. very Canadian
1: because she's on the beach and she's yeah. talking to Jack or Sawyer or something like that. Evangeline Lilly. Evangeline sure. Lilly. That's her name, yeah. yeah. I love her she's so much freckles. Um, she goes, uh, freckles. well, sorry.
2: And it stuck oh. out to me so much. I love oh. that, dude. That's part of what I love about watching Supernatural. Yeah. Because I, that's filmed up there, too. Yep. Uh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They shoot so much oh, up oh. here now; it's wild. They shot that, shot that Boys show around the corner from my house. Man,
2: I still have to watch that. I'm I'm a big fan of the comic book.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, I don't know anything about it. So,
1: um, yeah, that uh, the Boys is my favorite artist. He, I I show you the Trans-Metropolitan. Trans Metropolitan. Transmetropolitan is yeah, so
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, this was a long time ago and it was like my first real internet thing where I was on the web board on his website so there was like maybe 10 people that were like real close to him and it's like he put our names on the last graphic novel book and my name was covered up by the logo and all that (laughs) Um, (laughs) but yeah he he was the original artist of that book and something happened and he, he got kicked off of it so Right now, all this stuff that he's done are like these TV shows. So there's a show called Happy with like Pat and Oswald. There's like a magical unicorn and like the boys and like a couple things. So I'm hoping that guy is getting rich off of all this. Yeah. Let's hope so. Let's hope he's getting paid.
2: It's really good. good.
1: I think it was just too loud for me at the moment. It was just like there's too much going on. Um yeah but the the Canadian thing it's like supernatural all the dc like yep. comic book shows are... all the sci-fi channel up shows up in Canada yeah so it's like you will you'll just get that accent and it's it's wonderful
0: you busted lost you busted lost in a lie it's
1: almost uh, like God actors damn. can play characters that aren't them <laughs>
0: But they can never escape themselves. They're yeah. always gonna say sorry. She's the
1: reason I saw Ant Man. <laughs> it's like, nope, I can't even do it for her.
0: Uh Jeff's got a little crush on. Uh, Just got a little I crush do. on there. There, yeah.
1: Her and her and. Oh Penny. wow.
0: Smitten, smitten. hmm Oh, Penny from Lost as well. Which well, you gotta you, you're gonna well, take two Well, that's the one I the named the one after.
3: Too. <laughs>
0: oh, okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that that that
1: is true. That's a cute cat. Cute cat. All right, I'm going to look at these notes here. John, I was telling Dickie here that, so, this can just be part of the show because I don't really care. But just so people know what's going on. So, the first book of Dune. Oh, hi, everybody. Welcome to Dune Boys.
0: Yeah, hi, how you doing? I'm Dickie, and uh, there's Jeff, and we got JP with us. Hello, my
1: friends. Mr. Novak, the professional Canadian... uh, Canadian news reporter.
0: Hello. Good evening. Uh, what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys uh, hydrating with at the moment? It's uh, you know we got to do a hydration check.
2: Wow! Wow! Someone's hydrating. I'll start. I hear. I hear. I'm I hear that. a citrus slice Let from me, community okay. brewing or community beer company down here in Dallas, Texas. Dallas. We have steak. Dallas,
0: local. Local. Steak. Nah. Very cool. Citrus There's Slice. It's like an orange uh, wheat beer or something.
2: And it has a lot of citrus flavors to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Citra. Oh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Sounds good.
1: All right, this Jeff, is going to be you got going me on, me, buddy?
2: Yeah, I hope I hope it's that I hope it's that oh, oh, yeah, was...
0: last episode. That was fun.
1: No. It is it is so opposite loopy. and um, Had a little thing on Twitter about how I'm not really worried about things I say and how I can just be me and I don't feel judged about anything. So I'm gonna tell you what I did today.
0: Oh, here we go. So we got a story behind this beverage. Amazing. A
1: kid in the '90s. There was a Kool-Aid called um, Purple Source Rex. (laughs) And. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just let that laugh go. Um so what purple source rex is it's grape Kool-Aid and lemon Kool-Aid mixed mm-hmm. together. Put in a package with a little dinosaur oh. that was probably surfing or doing cool 90s stuff. So oh. I'm I'm at home not high and I look in the cabinet and I have Crystal Light Lemonade and Crystal Light Grape Concord or a Concord Grape. So
2: <laughs> you bootlegged this,
1: and
0: <laughs> I can see where this is going. I, c- I, I can see where this is going. Had a little
1: now. light bulb pop out over my head, and I mixed the two equally.
0: Was it shaped it was like a, a purple, purple dinosaur?
1: What, purple dinosaur. dinosaur? <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, like, I did it. And you know what man? It's yeah, as, fantastic. As 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 Carl Tart would say about food. It's fucking fantastic, it slaps. isn't
0: it? It slaps. That slaps. Oh, that's great. That's that such a fun little story behind that too. And and I bet you feel great cuz you made it yourself too. I did. Too. I felt so Hand-made. proud of
1: it and it's like
2: I All can right, do so Jeff, anything. Jeffy's a mixologist. <laughs> Jeff, you
0: can do anything if you set your mind to it. Yeah, he is certified. You're fucking certified, man. Uh I've just got some uh whiskey soda going on here so nothing special but uh you know nice little
2: man should I put vodka in this? Thing? Waka. No nah, you need you need some waka. You need <laughs> oh, some waka in. Oh, that's for
0: danger. Sure. So much so much sugar and booze. Oh yeah. Pour some drink in yeah, there. I kind of want That'd
1: to do no. it, sir? Talk amongst yourself. We're gonna I'll be talk back amongst in a ourselves. minute cuz this might make the show a little bit better. <laughs>
0: Oh boy, you can just step it up a notch. Oh, okay. Now that Jeff's gone, we can talk shit about him. Oh, oh shit! No. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't have anything mean to say about Jeffy. Although what? What pick- are you talking he's, about? That
0: guy's out of control. He's a tyrant.
2: He's been picking on Alphabet Pete too much. Too much.
0: I know that 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 war needs to uh, that that flame war needs to end. Like it's just back and forth every day. Oh, it's getting personal. It's where it's they're married. Nasty.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> they're fighting over milk. They're fighting over milk. Like that's literally like crying over spilt milk, okay. but they're fighting over it instead of crying. I'm gonna
2: have to step in here. No, they're crying over milk versus almond bullshit.
0: Oh, ooh, oh, I see. where you? You got your check? You got the subsidy check from big, big dairy, didn't you?
2: You're damn right. Novak can be bought.
0: Oh, for sure. We're all on the take. We're all on, on the pro. We're all on that dairy. T- We're all on the dairy teat. We're all sucking from the teat of big dairy. Oh my god! Uh, no, well, that's I what side, happens. I, mean, I, I, I side with Jeffy you know.
2: on this though. I, it, almond milk is not milk.
0: Well, no, it's not. I, yeah, technically, it's not milk, of course, because it's not coming right, cool. from a, a mammal. So, case closed. That's it. <laughs> i mean, you're I talking just, to
2: a lawyer, I, dude. I, I just as, w-
0: argued. It, I as as argued about, I argued against myself.
2: <laughs> yeah, the greatest. The greatest line from Futurama is, "You are technically correct," which is the best kind of correct. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I live my life that way.
3: <laughs>
0: oh boy. Well, technically, I guess, yeah. I guess that's uh, I guess that's uh, just where we're at now. Yeah. But um yeah, no, it's uh I you know, as I said earlier, like Jeff is a really stand-up guy and he's super cool to everybody. And um there's no uh there's no animosity. There's no animosity. I
2: don't know. He's got to be nicer. 8 a- is a sweet woman. maybe Although she stole her husband's pie. It's drink, true. So, I don't know.
0: Uh, what Stole her husband's pie.
2: Oh, yeah. You got to check Twitter, dude. You Piegate. Piegate.
0: Piegate. Mm-hmm. Piegate is on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Charge is pending. Charge is pending.
1: <laughs> so.
2: Shit.
0: This is we, bigger. This is bigger than the than the, than the the Miller report there.
1: That's. uh Oh, my God. This so is So, one third. Oh,
2: yeah, no.
1: One third. Um, crystal Light Lemonade. One third. Crystal Light Concord <clears throat> Grape. One third. Absolute Apple
0: vodka You're big on this Absolute flavored <laughs> vodka You're going you, You're going uh, You're going pretty uh, you, What was the one you were drinking last oh, time? Oh yeah, yeah it, was it, was lime. Lime it was lime one or something, It was right? lime one
1: yeah It's lime I'm lying to everyone I have lime I just
0: uh, Oh you Because I saw a green bottle <laughs> uh, Oh Apple's green Yeah Yeah that makes sense the, the, Yeah yeah Yeah, the
1: one fruit, the like, the one thing I'm allergic to is what I'm gonna drink.
0: Vodka, alcohol. We're all allergic to alcohol. We shouldn't. No no one should drink it. (laughs) No,
1: I'm allergic to uh, to green apples. It's the dumbest allergy in the world. What? Just specifically green apples. Uh, No, what the fuck? It's green apples and green grapes. Well, how is that? I, but you can eat regular grapes? I Wait, eat, so you're uh, allergic to
2: green? You're allergic to green?
0: You're allergic to green?
1: I'm allergic to green apples. <laughs> and I'm allergic to green grapes. Which means I cannot drink 90% of the juices because it has grape juice in it. Right. My throat will close up and I will die. We Shit. don't want that. Mm-hmm.
2: Get this guy an EpiPen. No,
1: I don't want to die tonight. <laughs> but
0: why is it the green grapes specifically? I don't understand the green f- um, f- factor.
2: All I know
1: is that I had to get a allergy test where they made a okay. big, um, big like checkerboard on me and poke me with a bunch of stuff. And
0: right, they see what swells up. Yeah, yeah. So it's. it's I'm a doctor. I know. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it's something in there.
0: All right. So well, that's interesting. That's a good. Uh, that's a good thing for an enemy to know uh, about... Uh, oh, I mean a friend.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we can protect him <sighs> and keep him safe. Yeah. Uh,
0: yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Just like in the, just like in the Dune book. Uh, Dune! Yeah, we should yeah. talk about Dune. Mm, yeah. We should talk about Dune. It's a fascinating, uh, fascinating book that um, I think a lot of our listeners, uh, they really would like to hear our thoughts about.
1: Yeah, I, I can... Thoughts. Let me say one thing real quick. Yeah. Um, I just pictured John uh, seeing, like, it's me and John, right? I hope you're coming to BugCon, John. You're very close to Los Angeles.
2: (laughs) I'm going out of my way to make sure I can. Okay, good.
1: What's
0: happening right now? I don't understand.
1: (laughs) So this this is what I just pictured in my head was, uh, one single green grape rolling on the ground towards me, and John jumping on it like it was a grenade, oh. and he sacrifices himself for me. <laughs> you
2: were, you were damn but right. But it's like a Jeffy. It's I a will, grape. I will land on that it's grape a... for you.
1: Ah!
0: Wow! Wow! Beautiful. That's amazing. So That's so yeah. beautiful. So
1: here, so here's here's the Dune thing.
0: Giant green grape rolling <laughs> <Yeah>. towards <Jennifer.
1: laughs>
0: yeah. and you're just like no, and you like land on it.
2: <laughs> and, no, and, and little... me and the dog are gonna have that scene yeah, from just, uh, Armageddon where I talk to him in the video, and he touches the screen right before oh, I jump God. on the grape. Yep.
1: Aw.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect.
1: <laughs> so here, here is um, what happened with the second book of Dune yes the first there's three books there is um, I don't remember the name of the first book
2: book one
0: I think it's just I think that's just Dune book one uh, yeah it's just Dune yeah. that
1: is uh, they're all all three books are about equally as long it took us two episodes to discuss the first book of Dune like the first part of Dune yeah. um, about 30 pages of notes so much happened, so many introductions, so many explanations of things, and then I go and I'm reading the second part, and I have six pages of notes (laughs) Um, because of the way it is written and the action that takes place and some things I will talk about with my notes on here so if you would like to get going um, let me know this, I, I was I thinking think maybe
0: do, do we split this uh i don't know though do we split this episode into two as well or what do yeah you we think? can
1: talk really slow
0: really slow guys
2: i liked the part where it was a <laughs>
1: yeah let's we're not doing this
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so dry uh yeah no it be we can do that and then people would be that's what you do. That's what you do. You slow down the episode using the computers, using sophisticated computers, and then um, and then you have people play it at double speed, oh, so then it goes back to normal that's speed. That's
1: a good idea. Yeah. So your guys' job here is to jump in as much as possible, take us on as many tangents, Tangents? And, uh here you go. Also, to take notes, I, I just wrote P for Paul, J for J for Jessica, and I just kept <laughs> reading it as peanut butter and jelly. PBJ. <laughs> PB and J. PB and J. <laughs> all
2: right. Well, let's let's so get into it. So
1: when yeah, let's go. So when we last left off, uh, luscious Paul was having he was on his little spice bender, and he was seeing the future, and it was all crazy. So peanut butter and jelly—they're having a camp out there in the desert. Um, They just fled the castle. Big war happened, and um,
0: yeah, Paul's uh, Paul's pretty uh, pretty shook up right now.
1: Yeah, well he's high off of the spice, man.
0: He's fucking tripping. He's not a bit of a better. He's like, I want to kill everybody. I want to kill. I want to kill everybody that was involved in my father's murder. I want to. Just like, yeah, he's he's flying off the chain. Well,
2: also, this begins the Paul is not nice to his mother section of the book.
0: Oh, oh yeah, he kind of treats her kind of cold, and at the at this, uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a little funny. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of
1: hinting that he figured out that she was going to be the cause of everything bad that happened. Like a lot yeah, of the Paul happened. Atreides story. Yeah. She was. She didn't seem to be very nice, especially with the Thufer thing where she's like, I could kill everybody, I could take over, um, the whole Benny Gesserit could take over the whole universe if they wanted to, but we're not going to.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a bold, it's it's a bit of a bold threat. It's like, hmm, little, little, yeah. Well, mm. I, I think there's and, something to be said oh. for,
2: as we get into this...
0: Go ahead. Oh shit, I think we lost him. He died. Oh my God! He got cut off mid-word. This is,
1: is going to be the show, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's the cliffhanger.
0: He's he, he's ha- he's like no, um, but yeah, no. It's uh, the the relationship. Their relationship starts to change in this book. It starts to get more uh, fractured, and uh, it's yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting like mother son relationship.
1: Yeah, and and one of the things about this book about the second part is they do a thing that they do in my favorite movie suicide squad where oh there are constant repeating of things that just happened for no apparent reason
0: uh yeah yeah i guess so yeah they kind of do reiterate what happened near the end of the yeah, first and book
1: yeah they do it often
0: but you see but they're all processing they're all processing what's happening though right like um, you know, people are angry. Like Duncan, Duncan Idaho's pissed off. It's uh, everyone's disappointed in themselves because they let you know Duke Leto get murdered. Basically, they all feel responsible. So I think that's partly why a lot of the stuff from the first book gets oh, it gets repeated yeah. by the characters because they're trying to process it. They're trying to they're trying to unpack this and. Uh, it's, pretty traumatic event for all of them like all of a sudden like he was saying in the book like all of a sudden like twenty thousand ships appeared in the sky or something like that some crazy number of ships just like appeared and took over the planet basically and now they're hunting uh all the characters that survived the attack at yeah this
1: point. um so the second book starts out with paul and jessica they're in a little tent and the Kynes guy. Um, here's where I'll I'll kind of jump ahead. Uh, in the in the yeah. book, they tell you that Liet Kynes is the planetary. <laughs> here's my favorite word again. Ecologist, and he uh, um, he is with the Emperor, but he's also it, with it, the Fremen. It, it. I'm almost a hundred percent certain they keep mentioning this in the book, and they. Give little hints about yeah. the the fremen wanting to turn Arrakis into a like Earth-like planet with water and life and all that.
0: Well, Paul talks about this too. He talks about terraforming the planet. Basically, they want to ch- they want to change it from this desert into uh, you know into a lush uh, paradise. But um, I mean, like, uh, I don't I don't understand though why they would want to. Like would that change the, the production of spice on the planet? Like would that eliminate the sandworms? Would like th- there's so much to comprehend as far as like going and changing
1: a planet yeah. that, that way. I figured like, Earth still has deserts. So they I guess they sure. want to make it more habitable so they're not living in hell all the time. Okay.
0: So maybe they would make some of the planet habitable and leave the rest of it for yeah. Like spice Mining and and leave the yeah, worms. Yeah, they'd have to a little live sandworm
1: um, safaris. <laughs> yeah, go. The, let's go.
0: I want a picture with the sandworm, Daddy. And uh, yeah, it's exactly exactly what's going so on there.
1: When they, if Dune makes a bunch of money, they'll do spinoffs. So it'll basically be like Jurassic World, but. um... Oh shit! What if we get a Dune <laughs> theme park? That'd be fucking <laughs> what.
3: What? okay that would be amazing oh boy
0: that would be wild if that happened if the movie was that successful
1: <laughs>
0: oh boy I,
1: I said before that we're getting to a point where people are even the fans of Star Wars are getting tired of it
0: uh, yeah they need they need yeah. something new they need a new uh, sci-fi epic yep. to uh, cling There's on a... to oh. after Star Wars stabbed them so repeatedly in the back over these last what, three yep. movies they've done
2: now? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> what? Here, here comes right. the last Jedi Defender.
0: Oh, here we go. He's logged on.
2: It's my second favorite Star Wars movie.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs>
2: Sorry guys. And Ryan Johnson isn't. No, you don't have
0: to you don't have to apologize for your opinion. It's okay. (laughs) Never 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 apologize for your opinion.
2: I love the last Star Wars
1: movie, except most of it and the entire casino part.
0: (laughs) Oh, whoa, okay.
1: (laughs) Um but this yeah, this this is about Star Wars. This is about Dune.
0: We're talking Dune here. I, we got sidetracked there.
2: I agree. Solo was a terrible movie. And so oh man,
0: robot. you just oh, you just
2: named my smazzle. two favorite Star Wars movies. Oh,
0: Jeff likes yeah. them because of the badness. Uh, so
1: a- anyway, uh, Paul and Jessica are in their little tent, and Paul Paul they have their still seats yes, on, yeah. and Paul is drinking his own pee, and Jessica doesn't want to because she realizes as soon as as soon as she does. Yeah. She's stuck on the planet, and she's going to be one of these people.
0: Oh, she's like resisting it. She doesn't want to become uh, like a, a some kind of peasant or something like that. Well,
2: she already took the Chris knife, so she's stuck here anyway.
0: Yeah, well, if she wants to keep that knife, anyway. Um, you know.
1: So Thufur Howitt is with the Fremen. This is after the big attack. And uh, Gurney ends up with the smugglers. And oh, I want to talk. I want to talk a little bit more
0: about the the kind scene because uh, in the kind scene, um, Paul starts to lay out his plan for uh, universal oh, for domination.
3: Jihad,
0: yeah. Basically, he's like, "I want to." If I'm not mistaken, he was talking about initially blackmailing oh, the emperor yeah. via one of his daughters. We're gonna get if there
1: just, just a minute. Yeah. That's actually oh, okay. the last okay. the last part on this page. Um, but that, that will come in a minute. Um, so yeah, uh, Thfer okay. is with the Fremen and uh, Gurney is with the smugglers, so everyone's separate now. And there's an entire scene where Thufer starts blaming Jessica for everything. And this yeah. is the this is why the notes were so short because this entire thing was already discussed. In the biggest, like tensest scene in the first book, with Jessica and Thufir um, going at each other, so yes. it was like as yeah, soon as you're right. done reading this part, there's the little fight at the castle, and then it just repeats itself. And it was just like, I just read all this. This is I I love this book, but this stuck out to me. Um, he's filling up. He's filling up pages. Was we'll he? Yeah, I think he <laughs> might have been. Uh, and here's the thing: he's I like, think I got Dick... paid by the word, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Dicky said that Dune did not originally come out as a book. It was like they put it out in a magazine.
0: No, no, it was put out by a company that primarily did auto, automobile, like manuals and stuff like that.
1: Okay, this we might have to look up this, but yeah. A lot of science fiction books, a lot of horror books, they came out in, like, science fiction story magazines. Uh, And I read... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Herbert
0: Herbert had been published in quite a few of them a few times, yeah.
1: Okay, so I read it as, like, someone who... Read the first part, and then there was a month that passed, and then they got the next part, so uh, he had to repeat himself. Oh,
0: well, that's, that is entirely possible, where he has to yeah. reiterate the facts and be like, hey, remember, this is the second book, so yeah, I gotta so, catch you guys up on what happened. Although... <laughs> very clever.
1: Yeah, so although we are the, like, ultimate Dune experts... <laughs> yes. I don't quite know if uh, this is how it happened so um
0: well, we'll 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 assume that that's how it happened,
1: yeah, so you find out that the fremen are a lot more powerful than you thought they killed it said they killed a hundred Sardaukar, and they got hostages, which should be impossible because they are just like this unstoppable killing force, but apparently the fremen can kill them yeah and, it's pretty um,
0: badass the fremen are uh fremen are mean,
1: yeah, so uh. There's another little fight, and um, more Sardaukar show up, and they bonk Thufa on the head and kidnap him. And then, uh, let's see, um, Duncan shows back up. He's safe. And Kynes is with him, shows up and rescues um, Paul and Jessica. And this is, like, there's this big reveal that Liette, Is Kynes, and his name is Liet Kynes, so it was like...
0: Yeah, big reveal there. Yeah, (laughs) so
1: it was, I guess, more of a reveal to the characters that they didn't know this. And then, um, this is... Dickie, you can take over, because this is where Paul tells Liet his entire plan.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's really interesting. I'm trying to find the uh, spot in the book here where they discuss it, but, uh, it's, um... It's super cool because it's um, he realizes that the fremen are really the key for him to basically take over, take over the universe. This power in the desert um, that uh, that he's going to use to, um, to to blackmail the emperor, like via his daughter. That's one of his ideas, which is kind of interesting. Um, because the Emperor only has daughters he, does, he has no sons apparently
1: yeah Princess Arulian.
0: right so um he's going to go after Irulian and uh get to the Emperor that way so it's pretty uh pretty sneaky by little Paul he's getting pretty uh he's getting pretty smart as far as the ways of ruling he's already. Yeah, yeah and he takes to ruling like no problem. Way, right? He's like, I'm in charge. Like, this is what we're gonna fucking do. We're gonna kill everybody that was involved in my father's death. Like, they're all gonna die by my blade and like all this stuff. He's, he's pretty bold. He's pretty damn bold.
1: Yeah the the plan was basically um, I have to stop saying basically. That was my basically. show notes. To stop saying basically. His, basically, uh, basically. His <laughs> his plan was that. Uh, if the all the houses find out that the Emperor knew what was going on, there would be a giant revolt. And
2: oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's right. So basically yeah. he's basically, gonna blackmail yeah. the Emperor. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, and it was it was Paul trying to stop more wars and death happening. It's like he knows Everything that Paul is going to do is going to cause the deaths of so many people and he's trying to prevent it. And his, he's saying, I'm going to blackmail the emperor and he is going to have to give up the throne to me because I'm going to marry his daughter. So something happened in that desert that made Paul from a 15-year-old luscious boy into a very wise man who is going to take over the universe. Drugs.
0: <laughs> Drugs. Yep, yeah, yeah, the uh, the spice is what got him. Mm-hmm. Got him all twisted.
2: He got all antsy in his panties. Oh, man.
1: His, he got in his, he's got scorpions in his still suit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, it turns out that the guy who bonked uh, Thufra on the head was one of the Baron's guards, and... Um, the Baron has Thufer, and he is going to use him uh, against whatever is left of the Atreides. And he is going to convince him that Jessica did everything to set yeah. it up.
2: So I hate that story.
0: <laughs> we lost him again. He was just about to get into a big, <laughs> big thought there. I want to.
1: It just collapsed. I want to leave this all in because it's going to be such a <gasps> suspenseful mess.
0: It dropped. He just dropped right off the cliff. Oh. I saw his body go down. It was just like, boom.
1: I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna add a bullet sound effect. Pew! <laughs>
0: oh, no. Oh, God, there's so much blood.
1: I like to think that he's getting important phone calls from Canada.
0: Yeah, I know, from uh, legal offices and, like, yeah... <laughs> They're calling him this late? Yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> oh, there he is. Sorry, oh, guys. boy, we thought you got... Sh- yeah. we, we thought nope. you were dead. We thought you...
2: Yeah, the Sacklers sent people after you.
0: God me. damn. fucking
1: vicious, man. I was close.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, no. guys. I don't know what's going on with my I'm gonna. Head. No, it's no problem. Um, I'm... All right, I'll do it like a 3, 2, 1, and you... Oh, hell no. Five, this, three, is <laughs> <in>. <laughs> live, this is
1: all going It's <laughs> live, baby. <laughs> this is live yeah, and direct. This is going to be the best episode ever. Oh, no, sorry. don't. No, My apologize. Don't apologize. Out. Hey,
0: man. Technical difficulties are the name of the game. I don't know what that means, so, but.
3: <laughs>
2: but that's the name of the game. Yeah. So let me let me get back to this. This part pissed me off because the people who work for the Atreides family believe in that family. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's like a religion, and to corrupt someone from their ideology to corrupt someone from believing in the goodness of that family is so upsetting. It like the entire plan by the baron to do this is just wretched.
0: Yeah, it's very underhanded.
1: Yeah, but that that leads to the the part of the the first book when they talk about the propaganda core thing where <laughs> do these people really love the duke or does he have people that do a really good job to convince everyone how great he is.
0: Yeah, it's almost like there's a bunch of yes men around him too, right? Like, I think even at one point, like uh, uh, Howitt, like uh, he talks about how uh, you know he's a mentat. He was supposed to see this shit coming, and he didn't see any of it coming.
1: Yeah, he's not a very good mentat.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and he's just like he's like, holy shit! Like I, I really shit the bed here. Like <laughs> this is not good. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so the the Duke has loyal people, but it's Gurney and it's Duncan, Idaho, and Thufer is kind of a easily corruptible fella. And I I yeah, can't stop right. thinking of the Baron as the most cartoony villain now after rereading it. It's one of those things where when you read something or watch something when you're younger versus when you're a little bit older and I I don't want to say wiser, but you you start getting more things, and it's like...
0: No, of course, and your vocabulary's bigger, too, so like, that's one of the things I'm noticing rereading this book, is that I can understand it a lot better than I did when I was 14, and I had a more limited vocabulary.
1: <laughs> when you were a 14-year-old luscious boy on the...
0: Luscious young, yushish-lung oh, no. Dick Kiljoy, <laughs> oh,
1: no.
2: sunning
0: myself in Asbury Park... <laughs> Ah yes, yes. Reading Dune. Uh, Summer afternoons.
1: Summer afternoons, gentlemen.
2: This podcast.
1: So, uh, (laughs) Paul and Jessica take a thopter out into a sandstorm. They're going somewhere, and uh, there's a yeah, there's a big sandstorm. They crash, and a worm shows up. I think it's the first sandworm in Dune.
0: Oh no! There was the, the there was the attack in the first book.
2: Yeah, the one that. Yeah. Ate
0: the oh yeah, but station. I yeah, the, I don't yeah, remember yeah. them
1: sh- like really describing it. I thought the ground just kind of opened up.
2: Yeah, they no, didn't describe it right. very much. Yeah, you're right. This is the first time that Paul sees one and yeah. is describing it, and it's
1: very big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big they worm. escape, and it eats the Thopter, and the kind of the whole point of this is that. You kind of got the feeling that it was being tracked or that they knew that if they escaped... Um, this kind of says to the Baron that Paul and Jessica are dead and their thopter was eaten by a sandworm. That's just what I got from it.
0: Uh, yeah, it could be something like that. Yeah, sure. Make it look like make it look like uh, we were attacked and the worm yeah. ate us.
1: So it, it kind of goes to a little short scene where Gurney is with the smugglers and he plays a little song... And it's kind of like, if you read Lord of the Rings... Baselette, baby, basilette, <laughs> yeah. baby. He plugs it into his amp, and he just, is like, shreds. <laughs> he, like, has to tune yep. up
0: first. He's like, hold on a second. Let me, uh, let me just uh, fix this here. I think it'd be
1: real funny if he's not very good.
0: <laughs> you guys know Smoke on the Water?
1: You guys know Smoke on the Water?
0: Yeah, yeah, I wrote this song. <laughs> it's written by me.
1: Um, so, uh... Yeah, so it, then it, like, instantly cuts back to Paul and Jessica, and Paul uses a little thing, uh, I think it was called a thumper, and uh, he summons yeah. a giant worm, and it's like, this is just shit he knows how to do, and and they all run away from it. And uh, while that's going on, they notice that someone else is doing it too, and so the worm just goes away. And uh, it cuts to... Liet Kynes, and the, um, the, uh, boy, you know what happens when you don't ever drink? You get very drunk very quickly on, uh, this is great. Oh boy,
0: we encourage this behavior, that's Um, not good.
1: Yeah, so the, the Baron gets Kynes and they, uh, they just get rid of him by dumping him in the desert, and there's a whole scene where he talks about his, his father, or he talks to, like, the ghost of his father. So Dune has ghosts in it now.
0: Yep, we got ghosts. uh, We got ghosts of Dune. And uh,
1: they explain the the point of making Dune into a normal planet. And uh, his father, I guess, was did his job before him. And then uh, he dies in a spice explosion. (laughs) Fuck!
0: Terrible. Also, like, uh, let's, uh, I don't know if we want to refer to, like, a terraformed planet as, like, a normal planet. Like, if, if life was not supposed to survive there, then there maybe there's a reason for that. Like, I don't know, it's, it's interesting, if you want to take a look at it. It's some, it almost might be, like, a little note on, like, uh, colonialism maybe there's a little bit of colonialism subtext there, right? Like you go into a place and you want to make it you want to make it like, uh, what the pl- what's the planet they're from? Caladan?
2: Yeah, Caladan. Oh man, I, I, I think the opposite. Yeah? Suit. I think that I think that colonialism is keeping this planet from reaching its potential. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, okay.
2: The spice miners coming in, they're not letting this planet be what it could be if they weren't there interfering and raping it of its resources. Right,
0: and it's this whole universal committee that, like, owns Dune, basically. Yeah, okay, that is very much colonialism, then. Yeah, fuck. What,
1: what to you is the potential of Arrakis?
0: It seems to be unlimited. Like, they say the you know, the the spice must flow and the resources keep coming and the spice keeps coming, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, if this is a, if this is a Christ analogy... Mm. It's not It's not Paul, that's Christ. It's the planet Arrakis. Been nailed up to the cross.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, I torment with me bringing, bringing the good word, but also, yeah, I mean, nail that planet to yeah, the Yeah, exactly. right? I can see that in my
2: head, and it looks so dumb. <laughs> oh. Where are the arms?
0: Oh, God, yeah, what, what, why, why?
2: Uh. It's like a giant green grape <laughs> that I have to jump on Yeah,
1: exactly. Do it! Do it for Jeff!
2: <laughs>
1: Man, I, I started watching Evangelion, so now I just picture a planet with, like, three giant nails right in the middle and, like, goo coming out of it. Um,
0: oh, shit, that's why we don't have enough notes. You've been watching too much of that uh, hentai <laughs> or whatever it. the fuck that is.
1: Even, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion <laughs> is the finest example of Japanese hentai that you could imagine in today's society. Um... Uh, Oh, beautiful, so beautiful. Paul and Jessica, uh, they meet the Fremen and Stilgar, and I'm almost certain Stilgar was at the big, um, the big, like uh, leaders of Arrakis lunch.
0: Yeah, luncheon, I think so. Yeah, where they
1: were eating the duck tongues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <yum. laughs> we got to cook some of those uh, for uh, Thanksgiving. Um, I think Thanksgiving is probably the most like spice. It's got to be the spiciest <laughs> holiday.
2: Don't you guys do Thanksgiving in like I don't know February or something?
0: What? No, it's it's just earlier. It's uh, I think it's earlier up here. Yeah, um, but um, we just we just do both because it's an excuse to eat.
1: Um, it's the best holiday. Yeah,
0: so we just do both Bye. of them. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we're thankful we're not Americans.
0: <laughs> oh, oh no, it's not like that.
2: I'm thankful for all these duck
0: tongues. Mmm, give me that spicy duck tongue.
2: And some of that desert rabbit.
0: Right, the desert rabbit. I do. I, I like a nice Haas and Pfeffer. It's oh yeah, good, rabbit like tongues, rabbit. not
1: duck tongues. That's even sadder. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, oh, go ahead. I feel like...
2: <laughs> oh, nothing,
1: nothing. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> they they meet Stilgart and this real <laughs> punk kid. And I don't know if anyone remembers... Um, the movie Hook. It's it, it's a oh, movie yeah. you might have Hook. watched when you're a kid and you shouldn't watch when you're older. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the oh shit.
2: <laughs> False. The food they eat, the imagined food, uh, looks like the so... best meal you could ever eat
0: in your life. Oh, God. The p- prop department on uh, that. So oh,
1: Jamis geez. is this uh, Fremen punk kid, and I pictured Rufio in my head.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, okay, I get that, I'll fuck um, with that.
1: Stilgar says, like, straight out, like, it's Paul and Jessica, and they're just standing there in this, like, you know, under the night sky, and Stilgar is like, okay, Paul, you can come with us, The, the woman, kick rocks, or kick sand, because you don't know what you're doing here, and this kid here knows our ways, and he's useful, you are a waste of water... Um, oh, shit. And wow. they're going to kill her and take her water because they take the dead and put them in this juicer. And, you know, the water goes to the tribe. And it was crazy. And it was just like this guy is saying to this kid, like, you're good, your mom, get the hell out of here. And then Jessica, who is so far the best character in this book, who is a badass, uh, starts doing Jedi shit, and she attacks, everyone is doing Kung Fu shit, and there was a mention in the first book about the weirding room, and you find out that the weirding is basically Jedi shit, and it's a way to fight, you're moving faster.
0: You could predict people's movements.
1: Yeah, and... That's what the Weirding way is, and it is just a style of fighting and predicting. And um, Stilgar says that to Jessica, like you can stay if you teach us exactly what you did here to almost kill all of us.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's wild. It's like, I mean, I wonder how much of it is like, because the Benny Gesserit are like a school of like psychics, right? So it's like. I wonder how much of it's, like, physical and how much of it's, like, mental.
1: Well, they... You know what I yeah, mean? Because
0: like, they have to move... They have to, like, move quicker than everybody else. And, like, hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's how they can... They can control every part of their body. If they can control, like, the sex of their children, if they become pregnant or not, if they can do all this shit, like, they're going to yeah. be fighting, like, Neo and the Matrix, and... I think, uh a lot of outside things made me imagine this book different uh, because I was imagining Neo moving in slow motion and Jessica doing her her little fighting and all that (laughs) Wait, 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 wait wait. Yeah, they know Kung Fu? They know Kung Fu because they have every single memory and all this shit with perfect control of their body and there was that scene in the first book where like Paul does some kung fu kick and like pierces the heart of a guy through the rib cage and yeah with
0: with his, with toe. his toe yeah with his fucking yeah. toe that was bullshit yeah. come on
2: yeah no i i agree with you and i think it's it, it was really progressive too to have the most badass character in these books be Jessica yeah. at least at least in this first one I, I i'm i'm trying to pace it i don't know what comes next but she's so badass
1: yeah yeah, no, she kicks she kicks some serious ass. Yeah, and it it just shows how powerful the Benny Gesserit are and they they bring up about how they could take over the universe if they wanted to, but they're observers and it's mostly because they have this plan to make what Paul becomes, the Kwisatz Haderach and um one of the Fremen is uh Chani or it's like Chani or Shani. I said Shani. It's one of those like Let's make up a name and not tell you exactly how you pronounce it until the movie comes out.
2: Yeah, I think the audiobook pronounces Shani. it Shani.
1: Um. So Paul sees her, and he, he lowers his little sunglasses and goes, hubba hubba. Uh,
2: no, that's... Hey, dude, come on. What he said was, oh, ooh, <laughs>
1: Um... Yeah, so this is where they get to repeating everything from the first book. Um, and John, you <laughs> might have got disconnected, but I said it was like in Suicide Squad um, where there's whole section that, of that movie where they just repeat exactly what happened in the last scene, where there's like multiple times where it's just like, we just saw this, but we're going to explain this again for anyone who wasn't paying attention or getting popcorn. Um, and st-
2: but okay, in defense of that, audiences are notoriously stupid.
1: <laughs> they were checking their cell phones <laughs> in
2: 1966
1: or whenever the book came out. Um, Stilgar tells uh, Jessica that the the Fremen have a reverend mother there, and she's dying. And if Jessica wants to, she can have that job. And. Um, it was like, okay, you know what? Stillgard just said that there's no use for her, um, and I—I I guess he said that because he figured out who she was, even though she—he should have already known. And um, that happened. So they go down into the the cave and they have dinner, and Chani serves him some dinner, like a proper woman. <laughs> uh. And the food is is full of spice. So he's getting another one of his little future scenes, and he sees him getting stabbed in the heart with a knife.
0: Yeah, he's tripping out. He gets a future vision.
1: Yeah, and it's like this poor kid who is on a planet full of um, full of spice is like he has to be going
0: crazy. Did, he, uh, did we talk about him fighting Jamis yet? The Jamis That's guy? the next
1: part. Oh shit! Okay. Because uh, Jamis, um, yeah, steps to him. He steps yeah, to he him. Yeah, he just is like, "Come on, boy."
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll see you outside. I'll see you outside. Let's do it outside. Come on. So that's how it goes, and then you step outside, and they they rumble.
1: They do. They, they rumble, rumble, and Paul is used to fighting with his little shield on, where like the only thing that can yeah. pierce it is like slow attack, So that's what he's used to. So Jamis is basically beating the shit out of him because he's a crazy Fremen. Yeah, coming at him, both fists. You want to describe the fight here, or <laughs> <laughs> tell me how Canadians fight? Oh,
0: you put both fists up, and you start to you start to move back and forth, and then you you, you jab you, you jab Gordy in the jaw, you jab him right in the jaw, eh?
2: I mean, I'm assuming all this is on the ice in a hockey match.
0: Oh, of course, yeah, no, or it's uh or it's after the game, you know, if you still haven't worked out things on the ice, you know, you got to uh, you got to work it out after the game.
1: Man, I pictured moose jousting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah sometimes the moose they joust yeah yeah uh,
1: so Paul Paul is fighting and he finally figures out that he is doing it wrong and he changes his little way because he's a, he's a all knowing god now and he kind of best Jamis and he says that like stop and Jessica tries to um, interfere in like using the voice and telling everyone to stop and Stilgar shuts her up and he's like, You're not doing that, woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Paul is like, He has no choice and he stabs Jamis in the heart. Fucking duns Yeah, But it, it makes it seem like it's his first kill and there's even discussion about his first kill. But in the last book, he, he kills a guy with his toe.
0: Yeah, but this was, a, I don't know, maybe they meant like more personal. Significant, like personal. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure, but.
2: I don't think there's anything more personal than killing someone with your toe. <laughs> nah.
0: stabbing stabbing him in the heart and looking him right in the eyes as the knife goes in—it's got to be pretty fucking traumatic.
2: Okay, stabbing him through the rib cage as the toe goes in seems pretty intimate. Too. <laughs> I,
0: I, from that from that part, I think I assume he almost like flicked yeah. the knife with I, his toe. He like flicked it. At I the I think guy. this
1: was more. It was very personal to Paul and. Yeah, yeah, to stab yeah. To st- in front of all those people too,
0: in front of his own mother and like this yeah. and that, right? Like it's like, oh, he's he's willing to go all the way. Like he he's the chosen the, one. The
1: fight with the Harkonnens on the ship was pure survival, and Paul did not want to kill this guy. And yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, absolutely, it was self defense. If no, it, it, this is no, this is a different terms. He entered into an agreement that he would have to kill this guy if he could yeah. live. Um, so like. Absolutely, there is there is a difference, but it's still... Your point is valid. He killed somebody before.
1: Yeah, so they the Fremen take the body away, and um, they don't really explain it. They call it the Death Still, which is, is a decent. cool-ass name, the Death Still. And um, so Paul's a Fremen now. He takes the place of Jamis and they give him a secret name, And it's Usul, which is, they call it the base of the pillar. I don't quite understand where that came from, but I think Paul, does he pick his name?
0: Well, He goes with uh, Paul Moadib. Yes,
1: that that was what I wrote in the notes, was um, he has two names. He has Usul, which is, like, the name that only the people in that specific group of Fremen, the Steach, know him as. But his, like, all-purpose Fremen name is Paul Moadib... And uh, Moadib was the little desert mouse. He sees, like, a mouse in the desert. And he yep. says, this is, um, I'm not quoting it exactly, but he says he wants to honor his father by keeping the name, which is Paul Moadib. He, like, asked permission from the Fremen to, like, let me keep my name, but it's Moadib. Why didn't he go for, like, Moadib Atreides? <laughs> Atreides. Um that that kind of confused uh, me a little bit. Maybe because the name his father gave him the name. Yeah,
0: it's not inherited. He, I, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, I I still thought it was cool though that he wanted to have some link to his past, but also embrace his future.
0: Sure. No, that's yeah, that's that's admirable.
2: But yeah, Atreides is a much cooler name than Paul.
0: Paul. <laughs> um.
1: So they have a funeral for Jam- for Jamis and uh, or Jamus and they all have to speak about him. But Paul Paul knew him for fifteen minutes before he stabbed him in the heart with a knife. Uh, and he he says uh-huh. um, that Jamus taught me that when you kill, you pay for it. And I don't know if that means it's personal. He's going to carry this without forever because, in the end, Paul kind of wins here because he's part of the fremen now.
2: Yeah, and he, but no, what he's paying for, he's he's saddled with James's wife and children yeah. now.
1: Um, Paul is given what they call water rings, and the first time I read this, I pictured them as, like you know, when you were a baby, you're you probably got those little. Chewy rings of, like, squishy water. Do you remember those, or have you ever seen those?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah
1: so I thought yeah. they were actual, like... You know, they milked the body of Jamus uh, for the the water and gave him his physical thing, but it it says in the book that it's it represents it. So, like, there's these different size of rings for how much water the... I don't know if they have water banks, but... Like depending hmm. on the size of the rings depending on how many you get is how much water that you own because water is money to the Fremen basically
2: this is very Viking where they would have gold rings to represent all their victories and their spoils
1: oh tell me more because all I know about Vikings is they really didn't have horns on their helmets
2: no they did not
1: Oh, why would Hollywood lie? Because <laughs> it looked cool.
2: Look, man. Look, we
0: tricked can, again. We can
2: have a whole Vikings and Saxons discussion another time. That's a very good podcast. I am happy to start, <laughs> but in the meantime,
0: Viking boys. Okay, so they
2: took Jameis, they put him in the bullet, and then made him into yeah. a slurry. But what happens? What happens with Paul?
1: Well, with Paul, he he's given the rings and he's like, he's kind of sad, so he gives them to, uh, how do we say it, Shawnee? Yeah, he gives it Shiny, to Shawnee yeah. and he's like, here, could you hold these? And everyone gasps, like gasps, like in old movies where it's like the women going, oh! <gasps> Because what he accidentally did was propose to her. (laughs) Because on Arrakis, when you want to marry a Fremen girl, you, like, say, here you go, here's this ring, which is all my water here.
2: Well, he also did something else when he talked about Jamis and Jameis, and you were saying he, like, he got up and said something, but he did something else when he got up to talk. He wept.
1: Oh, yes. Crying.
2: He shed water, and that was like the biggest honor that anyone could do to the Fremen—that he was shed his own water for somebody else.
0: Oh, they're like spitting on each other and stuff too, though.
1: <laughs> that so, well, that—that's yeah, that a compliment.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, cry, crying is an honor. Walking around spitting on each other, like, come on, man. Yeah, I thought that was very nice. It was like he didn't do it on purpose, but I guess he's like. This is a very big compliment here. Thanks, Jamis. <laughs> Um So the Fremen, they, they take uh, Jessica and uh, Paul underground, and they show a gigantic lake. Um, because what the Fremen have been doing, mostly because of Kynes, is saving this water. And uh, in the first book, they talk about how Arrakis could never become a well, I guess I can't say normal planet now, but it, I'm just going to say Earth-like planet, uh, not a desert. Um, they're saving this water for Kynes' plan of bringing water to the atmosphere of Dune, making it rain, baby. Make it rain, baby. And uh, so, yeah, so under... Because you find out that there's a lot more Fremen than you would think, there's millions of them spread out all over the planet. There's this kind of water everywhere for their grand plan. And uh, they say that the Fremen can't touch it no matter how bad it gets, because this is, you know, they're thinking about the future. A lot of uh, Dune is not thinking about the present. It's thinking about, like, the overall plan for humanity, yeah. including the sacrifices of these, these people that are thirsty all the time and starving and it's like here's this water no one can touch because we're not thinking about ourselves we're thinking about the future
0: do they get into the uh, forced migration part here do they start to talk a little bit about that I think Kynes sort of mentions something along the lines uh, what is it like, where they like basically like expelled a bunch of people from from the planet and like sent them out almost on like Fools' errand missions, sort of thing. I can't. Rem- I can't remember if it's in this part of the book or in the next. I part. I think
2: it's in the next part because this is all that doesn't ring a bell.
0: Oh shit. Okay.
2: Oh shit.
1: Oops. So <laughs> they um, the the waters protected, and they say it's safe from the little makers. Uh, what the sandworms do in their like their different stages is before the sandworms become giant. There's, like, Sand Trout, and there's another one. I think they call it the Little Makers. They attack water, and they eliminate the water because water is poison to the sandworms, the big sandworms. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that whole thing, that will come in to be very important in the later books, but yeah the 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 reason arrakis is a desert is because the little baby sandworms keep it that way because they know the adult sandworms will be killed if they get wet hubba, hubba. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so uh Paul um Paul busts out his bass <laughs> piececeleette Jesus
0: Get that yeah, bassolet out. He gets out the bassolet
1: and he, it just says, like, he plays a romantic song for Shawnee. And it's like, <laughs> this, this guy is very upset because he killed a guy, but he is a little horny 15 year old and he's like, let me show you what Gurney taught me to play. <laughs>
0: he's dancing all over the place. He's like playing it in their faces and stuff like that. Like, yeah.
1: Um, so Jessica sees what's going on and she does not want her son to end up with a dirty Fremen girl.
0: Oh no!
1: She's going into motherhead yeah, mode. and Paul kind of notices this, and he's like, "This is where he starts kind of blaming her for everything that will happen." And I don't know mm. if it's because he's kind of jealous or he's mad or what. Quite like what's going on. I okay, got one second here. Man, this this is funny as hell um just yeah it's just it's the way that this the second book is written so much happens so fast um so the the book cuts to uh getty prime which is where the harkonnens live
0: oh yeah we're back to evil planet Yeah, the most
1: evil planet in the universe This like wasteland that it just feels like it's all factories and Smoke yeah, and, blotting out yeah, the sky. And everyone's yeah. a gladiator and um So uh yeah, there's like a big like a big fight. Like a gladiator fight where the Baron has his his nephew fighting against drugged people to like show off how powerful he is and
0: Yeah, it's a pretty fun scene. Um the Baron's just like God He's just such a big
3: jerk. <laughs>
2: yeah, so, so, so he hasn't fight an Atreides guy, right? Yeah. And I was so yeah. certain that this Atreides guy was going to be revealed to be Duncan Idaho because Duncan Idaho, people freaking love, and he did nothing. Yeah. He, he was not interesting as far as I can tell. So... Yeah, it was disappointing when this Atreides guy fought him, nearly won, certainly had the best words, and then wasn't Duncan Idaho. Yeah, yeah.
1: they they just they just kill off Duncan Idaho in a random attack, and like, yeah, it wasn't the greatest. Yeah, uh, yeah he's for just, him. just just just
2: I keep waiting for him to come back because. People love Duncan Idaho, and I have no idea why.
1: Well, the reason why is because after Dune concludes, the actual novel concludes, and this will be a spoiler thing, oh well. they, shit. I have to say this. I'm not going to ruin anything because guess what? Duncan Idaho dies in Dune. He just, he randomly is killed by the Sardaukar, and he's dead.
0: He died for his prince. Yeah, he
1: died for his prince. But there are, like, there's five Dune books, and Duncan Idaho is basically the main character of the entire Dune series after Paul Atreides dies. So the people that love Duncan Idaho love him for a reason because he's the main character of Dune. After this book,
3: but oh, he's dead.
1: Interesting. He's dead, but he comes back. Oh shit! Okay. Spoiler! It's all—it's all, it's all <laughs> clones, baby.
3: Okay.
1: It's all clones, baby. It's all gravy, baby. But after Duncan Duncan Idaho dies, that's that's it for this book.
2: Okay, so I need to stop holding my breath and he's going to come back and somehow be really awesome.
1: Yeah, he comes back and he's really awesome, but it does not happen quite yet. Um, yeah, so they're on Getty Prime, there's there's the fight, and the Baron is talking to um, one of the Benny Gesserits on his planet, and they're in it too, they're in it... Uh, realizing that the harkins are going to take back Arrakis and they want to continue the breeding program I don't know if the Benny desert think that Paul is dead because they should know everything that's going on. I'm not too sure uh, and they want to use the Baron's nephew that uh, fade Raltha. I'm having a great time talking <laughs> <laughs>
0: no it's a it's a it's a hell of a name love that name fade ralpha
1: so the baron is like it's a very very dune yeah way. uh so the baron is like yeah that's fine and he's <laughs> gonna send the Bistra bond who is basically the oh, i said basically again i'm gonna drink every time i say basically
2: it's only gonna oh, get oh better you're gonna be wasted <laughs> uh
1: yeah so he he's like uh this is the guy that is a psychopath On a world of psychopaths, like the king, just nutball, and he is going to go to Arrakis and tame these people and rule them and just become this evil bastard. And I kind of thought that he's going to send him there to make the Baron look better when the Baron does show back up to rule the planet? Okay. Yeah,
0: that that, that jives. Yeah, that it was kind of like
1: you think this guy's bad. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna be a horrible bastard that <laughs> yeah. drugs yeah. young boys to party with. No. And it's like did no, you
2: but think... it, I, I yeah.
0: Thought... There's some very very pervy vibes to the Baron I in this his part. Plan
2: was send the one nephew, but the younger nephew is actually the one he wants, and they're this guy's gonna go and be a complete douche nozzle. And then they'll send the other one, who's just a sociopath, and he'll seem better.
1: Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, because why would the duke wa- or why would the baron want to be on Arrakis?
0: <laughs> well, that's why he also says he's like, I'll, I, you know, you'll you'll be in charge, but I'll be in an advisory position."
1: Yeah, he's like,
0: <laughs> he's just like, "I'm gonna keep myself at a little bit of a distance here."
1: He's like, "I got a maid here. Why do I want to yeah. be on a planet full of?" Monster sandworms where everybody hates me. Yeah. It's super dry. Don't yeah, lie. but it's like at the same time, I don't know how long the Harkonnens were on Arrakis before they, they gave it to the Atreides.
0: But True, it's yeah. like,
1: why do they expect to go back and be welcomed at all? Well, they're just gonna take over the planet again yeah, I don't, and get I don't, it, get I don't it think they're back to the to way welcome, they wanted I yeah. think they're
2: just gonna reinforce their yeah. awful awful uh, uh, policies
1: yeah so they just yeah. they're like well we're gonna go back <laughs> but the atreides are gone and we don't have to worry about them anymore so yeah that makes sense well they even come back with like new employees and stuff like that
0: too like they're saying that they're like cargo ships and stuff that the um, that the Harkonnen showed up with. Harkening <laughs> <laughs> shit. Goddamn, goddamn pronunciation police yeah, you know around what? here. From
1: now on, we need to have these glass jars, and every time someone says it wrong, and I've said it wrong plenty of times too, uh, we yeah. have to throw up like a quarter into the, the jar. Shit. <laughs> the
2: harkening jar. We i broke as shit. I gotta throw, we need to throw have a throw a nickel away. A, An enforced rule moving forward. Anytime someone says harkening wrong, everyone drinks. Ah, <laughs>
0: oh, shit. Uh, my my glass is getting pretty <laughs> empty here.
1: It goes back to Arrakis. And, yeah, seriously, this is, like, this is the last part of the book. Like, this much stuff happens. Are you going to say the O-word? Like the... You're going to say the O-word. Oh, what's the O-word?
2: Orgy.
1: Oh, we're coming. Ew, ew. ew gross. Oh. I didn't mean that. Ew. Skinny. <laughs> It's getting getting all uh, sticky now. What's
2: happening? How did you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can
1: see you. Everyone uh, except me gets to explain in graphic detail what happens here. Uh, So it goes back to Arrakis and uh, Stilgar, I believe, shows uh, Paul his new digs. And it's like, here is uh, your new apartment carved into into this mountain here. And... uh, Look what you won. You won a new wife. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? I left this out and I shouldn't have. Um, Shani is uh, Liette Kynes' daughter. Ooh. So she's like half Fremen, half whatever, but she's full Fremen because she lives with him. Um, I thought she was Stilgar's daughter. I didn't, I didn't realize that until I read the book again. Um, but Paul is like, he's given... A wife and kids. And it, it's like yeah. uh, here you go, you won this because you killed the guy. And oh, is it ja- is it yeah. Jammy's family? Jammy's family? Oh my god, yeah. that's kind of fucked like, up. Uh, this is uncomfortable, and it's like here here's your new kids, and you're like, Hi kids, I killed your dad, I'm your new dad.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm the man <laughs> in charge now. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of yeah, medieval Paul shit is? Paul puts on this? his
1: business suit because he's a businessman now, and he's got a wife and kids. Yep. Oh, uh, see you guys later. We gotta go off to the spice yeah, factory, which is what happens next. Um, uh, Paul says, <clears> "Like I don't want her," and uh, Stillgar is like, "Well, you know what? You don't have to marry her, but she's yours." And
2: like, yeah, you have one year to you yeah.
1: take care of her. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, it
1: was like it was one <laughs> year, and it's like, well, I have a maid now. Um, and they go on a tour of the, the underground Fremen world where it's like, yeah. uh, Charlie and the chocolate factory, <laughs> except spice.
0: Yeah. There's a montage. There's like a montage of them like running around and like talking to people and like trying out different kinds yeah, of candy. And that's wild. Wow. Getting high remember. as fuck on that's... spice. No, because that's. Take a look and you'll see, it's a land of pure imagination.
1: Yeah, and you know what? He's (laughs) completely right, because that's what it is. Except the Fremen are Oompa and they show everything they can do with spice, and they're making food out of it, they're making plastics, they're making weapons, they're making everything with this spice.
0: Yeah, see, Jeff, it's exactly the exactly. same as Willy Wonka. And you know
1: what they do to um, Vi- Violet Beauregard when she eats that blueberry candy?
2: They roll Yeah, they, roll- they yeah. take her.
1: They roll her out, and they take her to the juicing room.
2: Oh, just oh, like what happened with Janice. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh,
0: okay, so, so Willy and the Willy Wonka. Willy and the Wonka. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka and the Charlie... Willy
2: and the Wonka, <laughs> and Obama, also chocolate. Willie, Charlie
1: Factory, <laughs> the Charlie yeah. Factory, Willy Wonka and the Charlie Factory. So, yeah. so after Paul kills Jamis, like these, like shit, ten little dwarfs come out and they're like, "What would you do with
0: it?" Yeah, yeah. When you fought a ara- <laughs> fought a tradees, <laughs> yeah. you come up with a little song and everything. So I think that means that Willy Wonka is a Dune movie. Oh my God, I
2: think it is. Willy Wonka is a Dune. I think
0: think that That makes makes it it a Dune. It's a Dune. Yeah, it's a Dune.
1: Yeah, congratulations, Roald Dahl. (laughs) You're a Dune. Um, You're a Dune. So they, um, they make everything from spice. And this is where I wrote a little note where Jeff gets to talk about his favorite book.
2: Isn't that uh, what this entire podcast is about?
1: No, Dune isn't my favorite book.
0: <laughs> His favorite my book favorite is... Book is the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> favorite book is the Bible. Oh, well, that's all our favorite books now. Um, Come on, let's be Well, it's
1: the best If book. you give an Atreides a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I see yeah, the giving... No, wait, that doesn't work. <laughs> I was trying to... <laughs> uh, Yeah, my favorite book is called In Watermelon Sugar. Yes, I love Dune, and I love The Dark Tower, but my absolute favorite book is called In Watermelon Sugar. It is written by a beatnik hippie named Richard Brodigan, and it takes place in a world called eye death, written like how iPhones are with a tiny eye, and every day the sun is different colors, and watermelons grow and they grow depending on what color the sun is and everything that they make in this place is made from watermelon sugar and after reading Dune yeah. again just recently, I'm like, holy shit everything is made of spice, just like what they do within watermelon sugar and so maybe uh, Herbert ripped, maybe ripped that guy off a little bit it was written in
2: 64 bit. and published in 68
0: yeah. Yeah, so so he might have he might have seen this guy's poetry or oh, something Jeff, like that and maybe incorporated that I, into his book. I
2: really wanna know. It's
1: it's my favorite book. It is this amazing, beautiful thing and uh one of the things I loved about re reading Dune was I connected that and that's a little personal story about me and my love of Dune and in watermelon sugar. Oh. Yeah, Jeff, <laughs> nice. yeah, I'm, That's gonna, I'm nice. gonna get
2: that book and read it. Uh, it it's your favorite. I love it. Dude, I, I'm gonna yeah, check it out it's, too. That's you're so my cool. friend. You also have impeccable taste, so I think it's worthwhile oh, let's to not say that. I, 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 really, I'm glad you shared that, and I'm gonna pick that up.
1: Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It is, it's fantastic. And Richard Brodigan is um, his most popular book is called Trout Fishing in America. Oh, my dad! I, my my dad yeah, had that I book. Think I a never read it, don't think a lot of dads read that book. Yeah, that's um, a dad book. And yeah. I found him. I'm trying to think how I found him, but I I just I think someone just recommended it. Like, have you read this? Have you ever heard of this? And I read all his other books, and I found it, and it was like, holy shit, this is amazing. So,
2: yeah, Jeff's cool. book corner. Very here, cool.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, this podcast is it is a literary podcast, as they say. Yeah. So, yeah. Nerds. We are number one. We are. All one. About reading.
1: We are, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> are number uh, one thousand three hundred and seventy-seven on the <laughs> literary charts. Literary charts. <laughs> I was so proud of that. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, and then when you Perfect. read the iTunes charts, there are eighty billion podcasts. So it's like, hey, we're doing a pretty good job.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, everybody's hey, everybody's I'm, I'm doing podcasts these I, days I'm, now. I'm it's, so uh, so honored know. to be
2: a part mm-hmm. of this. You guys, you guys are kicking butt. Hey, thanks, man.
1: Uh Hey,
2: buddy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, so,
0: thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And
1: and we're rated number two for Canadian podcasts. <laughs>
0: Yeah up in the top five, uh, baby.
1: So this is where it's about to get horny. <laughs> well hold on, hold on. Oh boy, yeah. here we go. Okay. Get on I mean, your there's, horny there's, glasses, there was a guys. word in
2: this book I didn't understand and it wasn't in the glossary. What's an orgy?
1: Oh, hold on, because I gotta talk about kids real quick <laughs> and I don't wanna talk about that with the kids. <laughs> Um uh, uh, so there's there's a nice little sweet scene where uh, Shawnee and Paul are talking about losing their father, so they they're bonding a little bit. And then Jamis's kids show up, and they're both holding knives. Yeah, yeah. fucking stab and you, daddy. That's like the chapter end. It's like a big cliffhanger. Uh, and then like the next chapter starts, and it's like, oh no, they're just guards. So uh, yeah. Yeah, so they they escort them both down, and it is the scene from The Matrix. It is underground. It is a whole bunch of uh, people of um, not wearing a lot of clothes. I'm guessing because it's warm. And all I pictured was the um, just a big gathering of all these people, and they, I guess, they wheel out the old Reverend Mother. And it said her name is uh, Mother Rolamolo.
0: <laughs> Hell of a handle.
1: Yeah. And this is what's going to happen when I'm, I'm talking about how reading a book a while ago and then reading it when you're older. Um, they give Jessica this drink. And it is... Um, they, it's, it's, it's poison. It's spice. It's like a spice drink and the they give it to the reverend mother and i think then she gives it to jessica and um she drinks it and that is the thing that unlocks her genetic memory where Uh... the reverend mothers and i think we were talking about this on the last episode about how it's like assassin's creed where every single thing up until the point of uh, you know the guy blowing his load. <laughs> <laughs> Snizzle snazzle. Yeah, and and like the point where the mom gives birth, where like you're separated from that, like their their you know their body. Um, she has now the memories of every single like female on her side and every single reverend mother somehow. Like it it just completely unlocks it
0: untapped power.
1: Yeah, so she has the history of the entire human race, basically, on the female side.
0: Yep, yeah, no, it's like recovered memories, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's pretty wild.
1: Yeah, and they even say that I don't know if this is a psychic thing, but she even gets uh, the other Reverend Mother's memories, and so she just becomes all-powerful, except the Uh, in the first book Paul says that he knows that Jessica's pregnant and so Jessica has a daughter living inside of her and you don't do this you don't uh, expose a baby to this because it's all connected so she Jessica is going to have her entire you know the history of humanity unlocked in her But guess what? So is the baby.
0: True enough. Yeah,
1: so this baby, it's Aaliyah, who's Paul's sister, is going to be born completely aware of everything. And it's... That sounds terrifying. Yeah, it is terrifying. And even in her womb, she is going to know everything. It's... It's gonna mess this kid up.
0: Ugh, fuck.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just yeah. wrote super baby in my notes. <laughs>
0: super baby.
1: <laughs> oh, go on, John. No, I'm here. How uh, did we lose him? No, he's... <laughs> he's there. He's... Oh, okay. <laughs> I, w- I was waiting for him to say something no, no, very no. upsetting. <laughs>
0: oh, shit. I not do that. I not do that.
1: <laughs> uh... Yeah, so she she drinks that, and then the other Reverend Mother just dies. She's like, "I'm out of here. <laughs> this place <laughs> sucks. There's sand everywhere. I'm done. I'm done." <laughs> yeah, she says, "Peace out, bitches!" And uh, they kind of explain that the um the drink that they gave her is made from a baby sandworm. Hmm. And they kill the baby awesome. sandworm, and they kind of juice it, that's and delicious. it is this all, yeah. So I think what it is, it's like the most potent spice oh, you can get. I missed
2: that.
1: That's that's kind of how I figured it. Yeah, because the the worms' spices kind of worm sperm, mm. and there's even like the spice blow, which is when they blow out their spice. Uh, <laughs> which is actually what kills Kynes, like he, he dies the explosion that kills him is basically a worm ejaculating wow. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. a bad bad way to go yeah,
0: or a great way if you're into that yeah, maybe he's down for that
1: yeah, I've I've learned a lot about kink shaming recently and you're not supposed to do that, yeah but if it kills you I mean like, come on man <laughs> Like um, I don't know. Yeah, so so Jessica she drinks that and then the um the Reverend Mother dies and so she's still left with this pouch of the worm juice. And I'd like you guys to explain this if you can. Jessica changes she changes it in her body. Like she her body is able to you know, reconfigure whatever to make it not poisonous and to do what it has to do. But then it says that she changes the water into something else and gives it to all the Fremen.
3: Yeah. So
1: explain how she does this, and then I'll, I'll tell you how I think she does it, and we're going to see who is the most disgusting. How could someone take poisonous water and change it and then give it to the the tribe you like filter it
0: through your uh, kidneys really quickly and then piss it out
2: no it okay shit. that's Absolutely. what i was going no. to say no. yeah well no. that's uh, she made a mud on. pie and she fed them all her mud <laughs> pie
0: mud pie oh my god the shit come on wait you Absolutely. went mud pie
3: <laughs>
2: Wow. She was like, guys, She's guys, 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 guys. Hey, Here's hold a on. Give me one cake. second, all right? It's not chocolate moose.
1: Fuck. Hey, oh, I got to take like a one-minute break. Give me a second. One-minute break? Uh, yeah, oh, now con- that he's
0: gone. He's gone.
1: I didn't mute it yet. I can <laughs> hear you, jerks.
2: Don't fall for it. Just because he muted it, that just means we can't hear him. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's still listening. He's still listening. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Oh, I dropped my pen. Oh no. Oh well.
2: You are done can't reach it. You're done, dude. Oh well. No, nope, It's over. Game over, it's man. It's
0: fine. I don't need. I don't. I don't need my. Uh, I don't need my pen. I don't need my pen for anything anymore. Anyway. I think that's pretty no, much the end of the to, book. And, is and that it?
2: there's an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> the end.
0: Another orgy? Holy shit. Old, 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 old. Hold on. Hold on. How many orgies are no, they having the in the the this damn happens. book? Like
2: they, the whole thing closes out with, okay, first of all, we I think we were wrong because Jameis' wife is not Shani. Jameis' wife is somebody else.
0: No. Okay. No, no we never so, like, s- no no, no yeah, we never so said he's got
2: yeah he's got, the, yeah, no. he's, he's got the, the the woman that he is now keeping as a maid and her children but then the whole thing ends with yep absolutely Jessica hands out her mud pie and then Paul's like yeah it, I guess Shani and I are gonna go get to know each other wink oh wink and then they were just like and then also there was an orgy the end
0: <laughs>
1: yeah that's, that that's it uh so it I, ends, gotta, I gotta
0: get some sex in there
1: yeah and it's like 15 year old sex uh, oh boy um let's let's uh there's a thing in um in Oh, no, no, book? no, no, we don't need oh, to right, talk about yeah. that. Where... where... They
2: have blissfully left it out of all of the movies. We don't need to... <laughs> it, is, it is not a good scene. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was... Oh, it, was
1: it was one of those things where it's like, you know what, I've read pretty much every single Stephen King book and... I don't know how many people actually read It compared to how many people were just online referencing other people bringing it up. But, yeah, there's a scene in the It book that they did not adapt into any of the motion pictures.
2: As well, they shouldn't. Stephen King was on a lot of cocaine in the 80s. Yeah.
1: Don't blame um, the drugs. Don't Never
0: blame the drugs.
2: Yeah,
1: there's, there's a reason why a lot of Stephen King characters are... Horrible drunks or on something, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does like that uh, theme, doesn't he? Yeah, he sure does because he wrote what he knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if this scene is going to make it into the Dune movie, but yeah, the the second book um, gets horny,
0: gets get, horny,
1: gets, gets pretty horny, and it is it is the entire um scene from the Matrix where they just. You know yeah. they're they're all probably gonna die soon, so they just get down and
0: they're all fucking to early two thousands techno music. Okay, <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, all they were doing was dancing like no one was watching.
0: I guess. Uh, yeah, I I, I assume there was fucking going on there. Come on now.
1: Yeah, uh, Neo and um, and yeah, Trinity, they were fucking. Man. They were fucking there too. Yeah, yeah. they even cut to outside of Zion where they showed the squid uh, robots going at it too. You know, I I wonder
0: like how much Look we can all agree
2: we can all agree the Matrix is hentai.
1: (laughs) Oh shit. Is it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that that's that's the second book of Dune. Holy shit, we did it. Yeah, it's it's so quick. It is so the opposite of the first book where it's just introductions and on yeah, and on, and a lot, on of, and... lot of
0: stuff goes down in this one. Yeah. A lot of stuff. It's uh, it, it and it clips right along. That's the thing. It really is really, yeah. I was I was amazed at how quickly yeah. I got through it.
2: Yeah. So it's I I it was a very I was it was compelling as shit though too. Sure. Like, yeah. Well, no. So really RIP great. R. I. P. Duncan Idaho.
0: Mm, yes. Shot down flames.
1: Man, I kind of want to tell you what happens to Duncan Idaho, but.
0: We gotta save it. We gotta save
1: it, man.
2: Don't. I've got, I've got seventy three more books. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, you do not have to read seventy three books. You have to read four of them, and maybe when you're very bored, read the prequels. No,
2: I'm on it. All of them. I
1: can I can tell you a uh, little related thing here that has to do with Dune. It has to do with uh, Bugbane, and it has to do with a complete outsider
0: whoa
1: uh so oh no my my buddy was a pony boy no it's um you'll see him online sometimes on twitter his name is unsmarty uh dude
2: yeah i i, I just friended unsmarty okay you
1: should that's my friend doobs uh, who i love very
2: yeah doobs friend friended me back uh, i'm very excited okay about
1: this. uh he's the funniest guy i know and uh, he doesn't post a lot much anymore, does he? No, he's but you know what other
2: than JP Novak, who is the funniest guy I know. Uh,
1: Sorry, buddy. Any
2: Oh, Jeff, thank you. No. That was really nice. Yeah, of
1: you. He, I didn't say that. That's real friends. That's real friends <laughs> right there. Yeah, so this is this is a, a real physical person I know. He's uh he lives about two minutes from me and I love him very much. Um but we had a little talk about uh Dune Boys and bug main, and uh, I keep trying to get him involved and he is he talks to some of the people and he's friends with some of the people on here uh, and he goes man I, I think you guys are funny but I don't get the prequel stuff and I don't get the rain stuff <laughs> <laughs> you don't it,
0: oh boy uh well, if you don't get it, you don't get it. No, mm-hmm. but
1: he, he he would fit in so well with everybody, and he's he's going to, and he's going to be working his way in here. Uh, okay. He's had a very tough time at his job because it's insane, and he's put in charge of too much stuff, but he got transferred. So oh. he'll be a lot cool. freer. He will be a guest on Dune Boys. Um, okay, sick. Yeah, he's great. Uh, but, yeah, sick. he he was like... I don't get the prequel stuff and I had to think about it for a second and was like I don't know if I get it either and I don't know if my interpretation of things is different. Um, I I, I got to go back and watch go back and watch the 3 again.
0: I, I was watching Attack of the Clones the other night. It's really not as bad as I remember it being.
2: No, um I have Oh, I actually have a newfound love for Attack of the Clones. I think from a yeah. detective noir filter yeah that movie yeah. has some really cool stuff going on it's all is, the obi-wan definitely. story the obi-wan story and that is yeah. amazing
1: is yeah it's great is attack of he's having such a great time attack of the clones is the second prequel right yeah that is my second yes. favorite star wars movie sick. sick um i love it i love Snitches. every single thing about I, it
2: I, I i've got i've got no anger at you on that one
1: Oh, well, let me tell you something. I love you, but I don't fucking care about what anyone thinks about movies. <laughs> <laughs> I keep having to explain this to people that, like, uh, I, when you talk about music, when you talk about movies, when you talk about anything, Food, I do yeah. not think you have to state that it's your opinion. Does that make sense?
0: Well, unless you're in court or something, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> and if, if we love the same stuff, great. If you don't like yeah. what I don't like, I don't care, <laughs> and it's I, like arguments are I, fun. I'm there,
2: but if you do, if, but if you do like the same stuff as me, I like that.
1: Yeah, it's great. That's what I'm saying. But if you don't like yeah, what yeah. I don't like, I don't care because it doesn't one. change it. Yeah. So I, no. I, I so I'm. I, I, yeah, but um, the Phantom Menace. Okay. Here's here's the thing. I I don't care about Phantom Menace. Um, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great. I think people over-celebrate it as a joke. But at the same time, I I am old enough to have seen Phantom Menace in the theater, and everybody loved yeah. it. And I hate... Yes! I hate, ban- yes! I hate people yeah. People
2: fucking loved it!
1: Yeah. I hate bandwagon also- shit more than anything, and the Phantom Menace to me was something everybody loved until it became popular to make fun of.
2: Yeah, let's but fucking at the same, pile on. It's bullshit.
1: Yeah. So, but at the same time, there's plenty of things that is like, I I think people are being overly mean to it, uh, and I think the weakest the pod part of that... Scene
2: is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, it is the the worst part about. So you so you just praise one part of the film, and the rest of it's just
0: all crap. No, like, no,
1: because my no, only real problem, not at all. my only my only real problem with the Phantom Menace is yeah. not. The fault of the problem with the Phantom Menace, and it's because that kid, uh, what's his name? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Jake, Jake Lloyd. Something. Okay, Jake Lloyd. Yeah. If they just had a voice actor redub all his lines, it oh, would be better. Yeah. Except, except you I know agree. what? Yeah,
0: you're probably right. Yeah, because yeah. there's
1: plenty of good kid actors who are great. That the kid's performance in that movie is the only part I don't like about the Phantom Menace enough that it bugs the shit out of me. The other, the other yeah. two prequels, I think are fine, and I love Attack of the Clones. Sick. I'm with, I'm Good with opinions to have. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. If if someone wants to start going off about the prequels, I don't care, and I have to tell people I don't care. And it's like I I don't want to insult anyone, but oh, it's still it's fun yeah. to talk about. It's fun all to right, talk about. But,
2: all right, let me let me give my let me give my closing comment for the evening then.
0: Yes, yes, please.
2: I would never have watched a specific movie if it wasn't for Jeff, earnestly loving the movie despite what everyone else in the world said. And I watched it. I own the DVD now. And I will tell you, Aquaman is a really good movie. I
1: don't think people dislike Aquaman.
2: <laughs> people hate yeah, that movie, dude. I think we're good, yeah. People, I don't. No, no, no. Really? We, we all like it. It is constantly mocked. Constantly mocked in the zeitgeist. Wow. Do you and think... I think it is wow. such a super fun movie. I loved so many parts of that movie. It was fun. It was funny. And I wouldn't have watched if it wasn't for Jeff because honestly, it's so derided in 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 in, in the zeitgeist. And but no, Jeff like convinced me like no no, no 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 there's something here. And I watched it, and it's just a fun movie.
0: That's great. That's cool. I'll check it out. I'll have to, I'll have to catch it sometime.
1: Well, because the book discussion was so short, we'll we'll go on a little Aquaman thing where I def- I I will defend <laughs> oh Aquaman because I love Dune boys Dude, and this is the best. Sh- sh- this is I the best know. show. Getting, I don't know. It's getting I'm no. I, I won't. It's also. getting
0: pretty late. I gotta get some. I no, gotta get some I sleep.
1: I will say <laughs> it in, in two seconds. Aquaman let's everyone go back because I'm not, I will not stretch this out. Aquaman is a movie that goes back to the time where people could enjoy movies. And that's why I loved it so much. And that's all I will say about Aquaman tonight. That's great. That's, that's you're great. So,
2: and you're so right, dude.
1: Everybody. I, I can't bravo. Give, I bravo. Can't give,
2: I can't give spoilers, but the final battle scene in that movie is yeah. the greatest.
1: I, I will say this. I will cool. tie this in with star Wars. I will tie this in with every single thing. And I will not get into an overly long discussion, but people need to go back to just being able to go to the movies, sit down for an hour and a half or two hours, and just enjoy shit without ripping every single thing apart, have a good time, and not worry about giving a long review on Twitter or Facebook or whatever and just enjoy shit more because we don't do that enough. Amen, amen, buddy.
2: Too cynical a world. I'm glad glad to find optimists in this world
0: yeah 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 i think it's i think it's uh i think it's closing time we'll see you see you guys next bye. week bye, bye.